We are continuing on to come back to our connection with Kelly Support Group's awesome podcast. Here is their episode for This Hong Kong Life. You are listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing voices and thoughts of our young people growing up and living in this city we call home. Welcome to season five. Our theme is Dear Mom and Dad. Hello, welcome back to season five of this Hong Kong Life. I am your host Louis, and today I have a new guest with us, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, everyone. This is Zuha. Um, I'm 20 years old currently, and I am majoring in psychology under Andrews University. Um, an interesting fact about me would be that I, um, I am very intrigued by mental health, and it's one of the things that I actively advocate about. Other than that, I really enjoy playing basketball, and I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. All right, uh, really nice. So. Now that we're going to get started off, I'm just going to straight up ask, what have you been up to? Because this period has been hard for some people, especially during COVID as well. Going out to do new things was hard, maybe, but maybe even sticking to your own routine was hard. So let's get a little bit about what it's like to be you right now. All right. So I recently started going back to school on campus. Uh, In-person classes resumed, and after. Almost a year and a half of Zoom classes. It's a refreshing um, routine to get back to. I've been able to meet up and connect with friends that I had kind of lost contact with uh, because of, again, the uh, limitations that comes with you know isolation and um, the limited social interaction thanks to COVID. All right, I do get the sense that you are not particularly fond of Zoom. Uh, there might be something that's more valuable to that physical face-to-face experience. Is that right? Yes, for sure. Uh, if anything, I despise the app Zoom now because the past year and a half, I wasn't just taking my classes on it, but I tutor part-time, so I was giving classes over Zoom too, and I felt like it was one of the most limiting aspects of the entire pandemic, and um, especially being such a Active and extrovert person, yeah, that was something that really had me questioning a lot of the stuff going on in my life. All right, interesting. And speaking of being extroverted, uh, I know the theme of this season is parents and specifically our relationship with them. But before that, we can get a little bit into friends because being extroverted means you like to go out with them. It means you like that face-to-face contact. So share with me a little bit what you do to bond with them and to kind of make sure you're still okay with them after all this time. Right. So with a lot of my friends that are overseas, um, I try and schedule calls with them just to make sure we're we're both okay, and you know make time out of our lives to just catch up and see what's going on and how they're dealing with. Um, Stuff that is coming their way, especially at this age where we're forced to adult, <laughs> and um, yeah, you experience new things every day, especially when you're overseas. Uh, you know, the lifestyle in Hong Kong versus uh, you know in a foreign land is so drastically different, and to see people that I grew up with kind of um, facing these obstacles head on is is a refreshing thing, and I get to learn 
a lot from them in, in the ways that they approach these um, difficulties, if you may. Would you say they help you get through it in a way, especially when you're sharing about these differences in your lifestyles? Maybe is it something that helps you to appreciate what you have right now? Or is it something that, you know, highlights maybe what might have been missing? I think something that my friends and I built on was really communal frustration. And I know it sounds like a funny word, but the truth to that is really because the entire COVID, um, the pandemic was such a blur with like constant changes over and over in the media and, you know, in our personal lives that a lot of the frustration and a lot of the uncertainty we were able to face it together um, in terms of them sharing bits and pieces of their lives and just being very upset and um, also kind of feeling like they've let down some of their family members which they weren't they weren't the ones to blame nor was anyone else other than the pandemic really and so despite like having those setbacks um, them being able to carry on with their lives and you know uh, fulfill their responsibilities was one of the things which I really admired because I'm the type of person where if I get into a slump it can be pretty difficult for me to be resilient but uh, seeing my friends who are not in Hong Kong really um, you know being able to face that head-on was something that I felt like I could really learn and apply into my personal life. It's funny that you say COVID is really a time of change because you also said that we're all in it together. And that can be quite a sore point for some people who have suddenly found themselves with a lot of time at home. And this can mean that they are suddenly exposed to their parents, their other family members for a lot longer than they're used to. They're no longer at school anymore. So can you tell us a little bit about how your relationship with your parents has developed over the pandemic? Um, this is a little bit of a sore subject for me, I think, because um, like what you mentioned just now, you know, being able to kind of spend more time with them. And it's not because I wanted to. It's more so I was forced to, I, I, like for the lack of a better word. Yeah, I was forced to because of, um, you know, isolation and just everything got shifted to like work from home, study from home, um, and so on. I found that they were part of my uh, process of whatever it is I was doing a lot more. Whereas before I'd leave like eight in the morning and I'd come back at like six um, and they would just be kind of available or present in the beginning and end process. But when things got shifted online, they were more so present during the entire process of me figuring out my work life and to be very honest that was a little bit of a scary experience like that entire phase was hard to digest because i coming from a very um like not stereotypical but an ethnic background there's a lot of like expectation uh, socially and culturally that's played that's placed upon you know brown kids and so having them be a part of what I was doing was kind of scary because I knew I was constantly on the lookout and trying to put on my best behavior or my best performance and a lot of the times while I was working um, I would say something or I would do something and I, I could feel like an eyebrow raise um, from my peripheral view. Like my dad would be like, uh, you know, he'd just act a certain way or my mom 
really. And, and I'm not blaming any of them. I'm just saying that if, to them it was um, almost eye-opening to see what my work and my school involves or asks for. And yeah, that was something that I didn't realize in the moment. But now, looking at it in retrospect, I was I was very critical of these things because, again, like with generation gap and and stuff that comes along with it, um, yeah, they don't get to be a part of the process really with the way that you know the general um, lifestyle and routine goes about, especially in Hong Kong. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative by Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like this show, please subscribe and get new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you. Nominate yourself or a friend to share next. Drop us a note at hklife@kelly.org. See you next time. Common Room with Alison Howe. Common Room with Alison Howe.